Philadelphia. Are you ready? No, he said, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. Your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. Cast. There's a reason I don't do this. <laughs> Facebook Live with our guest. We don't usually do guests live either, but special. I think this is guest number 100. Something like that. Yeah. Guest Very close. 100. And yeah. I just sprung this on you right now because <laughs> I just remembered. We're joined by Devontes. Devontes, welcome to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Hey, thank you for having me. Yeah, you didn't tell me I was lucky number 100. <laughs> <laughs> so now that the pressure is on and we have to deliver the best show ever and we're going live so we can't mess up either welcome yeah. <laughs> i'm all here for, i'm here for it man <laughs> so we were talking beforehand and i didn't want to waste all my good questions like i do always before we talk so we have to create the fact what what do you have going on right now in wrestling like there's there's surprisingly despite what's going on in the world right now, there is a good amount of wrestling that is going on, not just TV wrestling, but independent wrestling shows have kind of joined together or have found a way to run safely for the most part. Mm -hmm. And you have some stuff coming up this weekend that we were talking about. And I wanted to just start off with that. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, things, you know, the world's definitely crazy. 2020 was probably one of the craziest years we all probably experienced. But um, things has been going good so far as far as wrestling. I got um, uh, I got Ohio Wrestling Alliance um, this Saturday. I'm doing um, a show with the uh, Capture Lightning with uh, Cheeseburgers on thir- uh, January 28th. So, I mean, things just been flowing pretty good. I've been, I've been booked consistently. So, Things have just been going well. So obviously you're doing something right. And do you credit that to where you've been trained or who you've been working with? Um, I would definitely give it to where I where I was trained at. Um, you know, everybody know I come from Chikara. Um, they did a great job at molding my character. I've been getting better what it has it's been going becoming a little bit more out out of my coming out of my shell a little bit more as time goes on but uh, i would definitely credit to mike quackenbush now you said over time you're you're getting better now in the ring you're you're a monster basically Mm -hmm. that's what you're you're perceived as you're the guy look you're gonna beat me up that's yeah usually (laughs) it's staring across you're like oh god this guy's gonna beat me up now how do you add layers to that because it's always been like, okay, this is the big guy. He's not multifaceted. He's just the big guy. He's going to beat you up. Now, how do you how do you break free from that that stereotype? You mean you? What you? What do you mean? Get get out of that character or add on to that character? How do you evolve it? How do you change it to to how it how it evolve, basically how it, it's different from everything else? Oh, I mean, I, listen to I me. Mean, like you said, I'm I'm clearly the guy that's the 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 bruiser. Uh, 
I do a lot of talking. I do a lot of, I do a lot of, can I cuss on here or no? Yes, yes absolutely. I do, yeah. I do a lot of shit talking in the ring. Um, I think that separate me from just your prototypical heel big guy. You know, I'm, I'll talk to the crowd. I, you know, I, I want to piss everybody off who's watching me wrestle, man. Um, you know, I think I think that's what pretty much separates uh, sep other than wrestling. But, you know, I think that's what separates me from some people. It's also it's also a lost art to shit talk during mm -hmm. a match to not just your opponent, but to the, the crowd, because mm -hmm. it's an easy way to get them involved, to make their to make them feel like because they are they're a part of the show. Mm -hmm. Whether they, they think they are or not. It's an easy way to engage them and to get them to react the way you want them to react. And if you're working as a heel, it seems to be even easier because you, you all you have to do is press buttons and yep. beat up the person that they don't want you to beat up. They want to mm -hmm. win. So mm -hmm. egg them on. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a and I know right now it's hard because there's not really a lot of fans right. going on, but right. even when there was, I can only really count, like, on one hand, the people that you really see do it often, like I mean, Kevin Owens, and the, he, he's one of the big ones that it always run his mouth throughout the whole. You'd always see him talking. And we had a guy, we had a guy that we interviewed, Tony Devin. He was also very good at doing that to really rile up the fans. And it just, it's, it is a good thing to do. I feel because you make you make them feel something. You're automatically make them feel something. That's the number one goal is that you just said it, you know, I want them to feel like I want them to take everything I'm doing personal. And, um, you know, I'm just going to keep trying to grow and getting better at that, man. But uh, so far, it seems to be working, working good in my favor. I mean, I've, I've been cussed out plenty of times by, by people in the crowd. So it seems to be working. Does that weigh on you at all? Or do you just like you, you have to shrug it off, right? Or do you love it? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love being a hill, man. You get to be an asshole, man. <laughs> That's cool. So live is completely different than everything else, like, because in the social media, you have to play into that aspect of, of wrestling as well. And mm -hmm. I don't know how prevalent you are on social media or whatnot, but that seems to be a different type of, of kind of trash talking back to you. I mean, do you take that more personal or is it just not matter at all? I don't. I don't take none of it personal, man. I mean, I I, I love it all. Um, but now nah, I don't. I don't. I don't take any of it personal at all, man. I I just look at it as fans invested in what you're doing. That's it. So where where do you draw your biggest inspiration from in the ring? Like when you look and you're trying, you're training and you're trying to build this character and get this character over. Are there inspirations from maybe past wrestlers that you look at and go, I like how they did that. I want to kind of use that my way is there anyone comes to mind yeah well as far as the wrestling aspect like surely wrestling I love Bobby Lashley like I love everything about Lashley in the ring I try to do stuff that he does in the ring um as far as talking you mentioned him earlier uh Kevin Owens like heel Kevin Owens um he Kevin Owens was one of those guys that I was invested in the match because of the promos he cut and how much he agitated the crowd. So he he's, you know, from a talking perspective, it's Kevin Owens, but being a bully in the ring is Lashley. 
Now, is that something that you grew up watching, or is that did you even grow up watching wrestling, or was it, is this something that you kind of fell into? Oh uh, no, I I grew up. I was a diehard wrestling fan. Um, me and my brother WWF at the time, we would watch WCW from eight o'clock to nine, and then when Raw came on, we watched Raw from nine o'clock to eleven. So I grew up watching wrestling. Um, of course, I grew up. My era is the Attitude Era, so of course I love Stone Cold and The Rock and all of those guys. Um, but as far as like like going back to your question. I draw from Lashley, like I connect with his character, so that's why I, that's why he he comes to mind first. So you were you were probably a little older when Lashley was like his first run in WWE and then Impact and then back. So you were a little older now. Did, were you still watching at that point? Did I had a, okay? So like I had a you know of course growing up, I would say to maybe about sixteen seventeen, I fell off a little bit from wrestling. And 2011, I started watching. I, I watched it, but I watched it more in around 2010, 2011, like when CM Punk got really hot. Because CM Punk reminded me of the Attitude Era. He, like with his promos, he, he he always came off to me as a guy that could have lasted in the Attitude Era, could have held his own in the Attitude Era because of his style. And like I said, investing in him and believing everything you – his pipe bomb promo. You believed everything that he said. You thought everything he was saying was real. So I would say in 2011, I got, I started watching wrestling way more than I was in the previous years. So, yeah. I think, I think a lot of, because I had the same, I was probably around the same time frame. Like I fell off probably around like 2000 to about, maybe 2009, 2010, and it was kind of the same thing. It was like that lull, and I was at that age where I was, I was like late teenager, so. It, it, How old are you, man? How old are you? We might be the same age. I'm 34. I'm 32. All right, so, yeah. yeah. And he's 33. So, so, we're all together. We're, we're all in that same age frame, which is nice, because we'll get a lot of our, each other's references and whatnot, wrestling-wise, and it's very relatable. Now, mm -hmm. You mentioned the pipe bomb, which I think is interesting because it kind of it it did remind you a little bit of an attitude era type thing. Like they were more outlandish. Like you know, as far as they pushed it in the attitude era, it wasn't really believable. Like you would never, you're never going to go to a job and beat up your boss. Like right. it's just not going to happen. Like that right. in that sense. But I think Punk kind of changed the landscape and made it more of a, a real feel, and it was like a. It wasn't so much of a outlandish trash talk and this over the top spectacle that it was, but it was more real. And that's mm -hmm. it's kind of the way that wrestling has kind of stayed for the most part up until today. And it's it's more of the real talk. Now, is there another route that wrestling will take, or is this is this how it's going to be? And is there a way to make it so that a larger audience can relate to it? Uh, as far as, as far as what I'm doing, or, I'm trying to understand the question a little bit better. All right. Yeah. I threw in, I think I threw in like three questions and wrapped <laughs> them in the one. So it might've been, so the way the wrestling is now and the way it was today. We mean back then. Now and today are the same thing. The way it is now and the way it was. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> this is kind of what it is, but it's not as popular as it was back then. Like the attitude error is, I mean, probably 
wrestling at its height. I mean, I know the the 80s babies will say that the 80s and early 90s were where it was at, but I mean, what we remember was like the biggest boom in wrestling where it mm -hmm. crossed over into the pop culture mm -hmm. and it kind of took a few steps back. Like, how do we, how does it get to that point again? I think it can. I mean, I think with AEW coming out, man, just more, you know, you got more competition now. It's not just WWE anymore. I think ind the independent scene is probably the biggest that has ever been. Um, AEW, AEW pairing with Impact now, man. Um, I mean, I think if you're looking to just get it from WWE back to how it was, I think you're going to have an issue with that. But I, I like what AEW is doing right now. Ring of Honor. I mean, there's so many different avenues you can go down in wrestling now, man, that, you know, you don't have to look for just that one company to make this big boom. You can, you got multiple places that you can go to now to get a little bit of everything. So when the people say the numbers, it's kind of skewed because the numbers for one company isn't the collective numbers like it used to be. Like the collective numbers that we're watching wrestling was either WCW or WWE. Now there's so much content in so many different places that if you were to get all those numbers, it would probably be around those same numbers that watched mainstream wrestling today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man, definitely. I, I, I agree with you. So with... I mean, recently brought up in the very beginning, Camp Leapfrog uh, mm -hmm. just had the live uh, January 17th, 1985, which was a great, great event, really fun event. But now we have the Valentine's Day card coming up. Mm -hmm. And will we be able to see you on that Valentine's Day card? Can you give us some information? Uh, I, it's going well, number one is going to be a great card. Um, I'm not going to be on it, though. I'll okay. give you this one. I won't be on it. But okay. the card that they got drawn up, it's going to be very entertaining. I'll tell you that much. Now, does this, <laughs> is it being a like, kind of Valentine's Day-themed show? Is that why you're not on it? Because you're not going to love anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to love. It wouldn't, make sense. It, would, it wouldn't make sense for you to be on that show. <laughs> That's it. I give tough love, man. Tough love. <laughs> That's what nah, we yeah i mean i i uh no nah, i just wasn't on this one it wasn't nothing like you know nothing personal or any specific reason but you're gonna you're gonna enjoy the show i'll tell you that much <laughs> now how has it been working with and doing the camp leapfrog shows because you, you were on the previous ones on almost all of them correct all their other yeah. previous shows how has that been? How has it been different than what you were doing on the independence? I mean, this is still independent wrestling, but it's delivered in such a, a different way. Right. How has that been? I have the most fun on Camp Leapfrogs because these are all of the people that I trained with before I even debuted. Like, uh, I think you guys interviewed Matt Mikowski already, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Three like, times. me and Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> me, me and Matt debuted. Like, we had our debut matches. May 25th was mine in Pittsburgh, and May 26th was his in Chicago. So, like, everybody there, you know, came pretty much came from the Russell Factory. So, it just felt like you were family when you were with them, man. You could be, you know, they know you, you know them. It's just, it's just that family atmosphere, man. So, I would definitely say Camp Leapfrogs, I have the most fun. And, you know, I get to see my friends, so it's all good. I think that's 
I, it's such an interesting because when you listen to wrestlers of yesteryear and they say you're lucky to get out of the wrestling business with like five friends, you can count them on one hand. I think that's a lot different today. I feel like there's more friendships that grow through wrestling. I mean, I know it's still a business and it can be cut through at times. I, I don't even know the ins and out of that, but what do you, is the, the friendships seem like they're, they're more attainable now than than what they what they led you to believe from before man they definitely listen the the amount of support we show each other between you know i just give you examples like mikowski uh demoris you know uh, pancakes everybody like it's it's i know after a match like i did super eight uh last year Mm -hmm. matt messaged me Mikowski had messaged me before the show and after the show and when he did beyond wrestling like I messaged him, he, you know, messaged each other back, just wishing each other good luck, telling each other how good, you know, uh, one of each other did. It's always that type of love and support that we got with each other. That's why those guys are like my brothers, man. You know what I mean? Um, it's not, and it's, and it's never, it's not even, you know, it's no backstabbing or anything. It's, we really have a genuine love for one another, man. And I, it's definitely my family outside of my personal family. Yeah. Well, and I think that comes across. And one thing for those who may not watch Mac Mikowski on Twitch when he streams and when he streams tonight too, uh, we've been on streaming with him and watching them and the, all the guy, people from Leapfrog play with him and all. And there's a clip that he plays when someone follows. And it's something where you forgot your line. Uh, (laughs) it's one of those things where you see Travis and you see Matt and they're doing their lines and it comes to you and you completely blank and they ride you and it's so funny but you can tell you guys have fun together it it comes across very very easily it's very relatable too because you're like yep I can see that and you can can pinpoint one of your like our friends that would be that person exactly Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I bombed that one. I was at Christmas trios. I bombed that one bad. I had one line. It messed up one line. <laughs> yeah, man. And that was probably I – I felt bad because that was Mikowski's, like – that was his first take, and he, like, knocked it out the park, and then I just screwed it up at the end for him. So, <laughs> so good. So, out of all of them, who's the biggest ball buster? Biggest ball buster. Probably me. Probably me. Yeah, I, I, I mess with everybody. I joke on everybody. Uh, yeah, I would definitely. It's probably me. <laughs> uh, who's the biggest ball buster out of us? <laughs> no contest. Right there. No contest. Oh, man. You ride them a lot, huh? <laughs> I mean, I've been known to uh, throw a couple shots here and there. <laughs> I'm waiting for the one day where I throw a shot and he comes back with a, a, a comeback that just buries me and just shuts me up. That's what I'm waiting for. Oh, come on, man. You got to have a comeback for him. You know you got something oh, tucked in. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not defenseless. Let, let, <laughs> let's get this straight right here. I'm not defenseless. Don't make me out to be like that. I just haven't had the he perfect just, one he yet. He just cowers in the corner. <laughs> Stop it. You, 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 you wait till all your friends is around and you just hold something in the chamber for them. Exactly. And just yeah, just the break. right time. That's all. I yep. deserve it at this point. I, yeah. I, I, I know it. I, I welcome it. I'm not, <laughs> I, I, I don't get down on myself. 
<laughs> Defon says, coming, coming forward and going with, even though we're not going to see you on the Valentine's Day Camp Leapfrog, what are, are some of the other companies that, now that 2021 is here and we can get that piece of shit here, 2020 behind us and hopefully move forward and have things open up, are there other companies, bigger companies that you're looking forward to and trying to work for and kind of move up in the uh, pecking order when it comes to professional wrestling? As far as trying to work for, um, independent-wise, I mean, like, like we was talking earlier, GCW, I would love to be on be on that card. Um, Beyond Wrestling is another one I would love to be on. Um, my goal is, you know, I got a goal chart on where I want to be, and I'm going pretty. I'm, I'm pretty consistent on where I'm at, but I, I would love to go to Ring of Honor. I want to wrestle yeah. on Ring of Honor, and um, so that's the next goal for me. I mean, keep doing my thing in the Indies, but I want to get the Ring of Honor. That's the next goal for me. The next thing to ch- uh, check off. I think I'm I'm on record saying that Ring of Honor is my favorite professional wrestling going right now. What draws you to Ring of Honor? Uh, but no, not to the other uh, uh, places, but you just said it the wrestling. Um, yeah. it's more about wrestling than anything else. I get what I want, and that's where I want to go. If I want to watch a good match where I want to get my fix, I go to ROH. You know, it's, it's less about the promos and you know, some of the uh, kitty storylines, and you, you, you know, where I'm talking about is that's coming from, but. It's it's just about wrestling, and that's the thing. That's the thing I like. And then you got probably one of my favorite wrestlers is Jay Lethal. So get to see him. And my second favorite tag team my, behind FTR is the Briscoe Brothers. So yeah. I love watching them. So if you're to bring one person person with you to Ring of Honor to wrestle the Briscoes, who would it be? Oh come on, man! You know I'm going <laughs> Weapon X, Matt Mikowski. <laughs> I've been lobbying for him to get the ROH too because I think Hembers, uh Josh Woods would be something magical. I'm happy you said that. I'm so happy you said that because on our way to Leapfrog Live last Sunday, I said I said to him two people I would love him to wrestle. I would love him to wrestle Gresham, and Josh Woods was the other person I said to him in the car that those the, their styles match perfectly. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. He, funny he's, he hasn't he, he's been tested in the ring, but he hasn't been tested like that in the technical aspect where mm-hmm. people are actual grapplers. And he hasn't had that like, OK, I got to go against the best to see where I'm at. Like, yeah. You feel like there's someone that you that like in the same breath, like someone who has someone that you want to wrestle that hasn't tested you yet, like th- to match your skill level. You can stick with ROH if you want. Uh well, there's a couple of people. Um, I want to wrestle Calvin Tankman Ooh, really? from uh, MLW. Yeah, I want to wrestle him. I want O'Shea Edwards. I think O'Shea would be a, a good one. You want another a, a horse fight? Is what you want? I want big boy. I want big boy, man. It gotta be a horse fight for me, man. That's what I want. You, but definitely, uh, go ahead. You stack up well against the. I mean, when it's a horse fight, and because you wrestled, was it Paradigm? It was uh, Hoodfoot. What? Yes. Hoodfoot, yeah. So, and I, I remember watching that, and that was and that was a slugfest. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, that they, was cool. 
that seems to be like your, uh, your, your go-to style. Now, is there another style that you'd like to wrestle someone and kind of try and hone your craft a little bit more? Um, I would love to, it's two people and it's because there's submissions and all the grappling. I want to wrestle, I want to wrestle Travis Huckabee and I want to wrestle still life. Hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think I've always been a fan of still life. I think that would be a clash of not only styles but uh, good versus evil in that one. You can really, you can really get the uh, the fans behind that one. I mean, you're mm -hmm. gonna be hated, but you can get the fans <laughs> behind that one. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like I said, training together with these people, but you know, they're you clearly they're more grapple and submission based and I'm just a bruiser like you said I think it would make a great matchup between us with the different styles but you know Travis I, I, I would just love to see how that works man because it would it would make me study more of the holds and Travis could turn any hold into another hold and you know I just want to see I just want to see how that would turn out I'm curious on that one now uh, I had the question. I lost it. <laughs> well, I got one for you. That way, right, hopefully you can bring it back. <laughs> time to break his balls, man. You <laughs> and that's, and that's the problem. I just let it go. If you don't let anything go. <laughs> I got it. I'm focused myself. <laughs> but anyway, I had it, too. So you said when you wanted to get your fix that you would go to Ring of Honor and you'd watch Ring of Honor. Uh, is there, like, because we ask this to a lot of different pro wrestlers, just to see, because a lot of them give the same answer is that they don't watch pro wrestling, that they don't want, and they don't, not that they don't like it, it's just something they don't watch and they just focus on themselves. Now, do you watch more of televised pro wrestling, whether it be AEW, WWE, Impact, all them, just to try and figure stuff out, maybe get tips, tricks, stuff like that, or don't we just watch it as a fan? Um, well, WWE, I pretty much watch as a fan. I, and I catch the YouTube clips of WWE, uh, I'm not to shit on this guy, but I never thought like I, I watch, I never thought I would say I watch WWE strictly for Roman Reigns. Like I love this hill turn with Roman Reigns. So I'm invested in that hill turn and him being a hill. But, um, no, nah, I, I watch wrestling every day. I watch as far as like, I watch Ring of Honor. Um, I watch some indie matches. I'll, I'll go over my matches and critique myself a whole bunch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely watch wrestling wrestling every day. I'm not one of those guys that, you know, I, I do this. I do this. I wrestle uh, for a living or whatever, so I don't watch it when I'm home. I definitely watch it. Me and my daughter. I make my daughter watch it, too. Me and her watch wrestling together. <laughs> I'm trying to get my daughter into it, too, now. <laughs> She's in she's in Stone Cold Steve Austin. She likes watching all the old Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, really? Yeah. Almost brought a tear to my eye. I almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> that is a proud day as a father, though. Yeah. Who do you tell? <laughs> <laughs> what does she like about Stone Cold? What is it that drew her in? Is it the uh, same thing that drew us in? Pretty much the same thing that drew us in. Like, she liked the segments, all the old school segments Stone Cold had with uh, Stephanie back in the day. And, and she loved him with Vince McMahon in the beer truck. Like, she thought that was just the greatest thing. So, 
you know, I got no problem as uh, as a proud dad uh, letting her watch all the Stone Cold she want. <laughs> she don't I mean, like me. She don't like me in the ring going against girls, though. She told me I, I don't, I'm not supposed to put my hands on girls. So well, she's, she's smart on two levels. She likes Stone Cold, and she knows you shouldn't hit a woman. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, she was upset about that. Uh, that. Tell you. I'm sorry. What'd you say? No, no go ahead. ahead. I I heard you talking, so I stopped. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, she uh she seen Leapfrog live, um, the one that just happened last Sunday, and uh she wasn't too happy with me about well, what I'll happened. Tell you what, there was a lot of people not too happy with that. That was <laughs> that was such a good spot. Like, I think out of all of it, and it was all great. I mean, the 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 midnight Wonder Boys, I popped huge. I, I loved every second of that. But that match, I think, blew me away more than anything on the card because. I don't think I was expecting it, and I have never, I mean, obviously, because Abby is fairly new into pro wrestling, but she blew me away, blew mm -hmm. me away with how good, and both of you guys, working together, the chemistry you guys had, and it was just, I was like, holy shit, like, I couldn't believe how good this whole spot was, because I wasn't expecting it at all, and yeah. it, just, it was perfect. Yeah, man, Abby, Abby, Abby trained so hard, man, I mean... I was so happy, you know, anytime, like, if you watch Christmas Trios, man, I just, in our match, my main focus was just getting her over. And even last week, you know, it was just extending that, man. I mean, she, the people, she's such a sweetheart. She's so young. You know, I just wanted to get her over, man, because she's such a good, she works so hard. She trained like three times a week, man. And, you know, she deserves everything she gets, man. She's talented. And it looks like you have another shot to try and help get her over coming up uh, at the dojo. I'm going to kick her ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, it flipped just like this. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, that's going to be fun. Hope you guys going to watch. That's going to be on, uh, what is it, Facebook Live? Facebook. Facebook free. Absolutely. IWTV's Facebook? Yeah. Yes, sir. So they've been doing a lot of things on their on their Facebook page for free. I mean, what's been the response to that? I know I, I saw, I mean, it looks like the live tweeting and everyone that was watching it, 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 like, I didn't know if the numbers were good or what. Yeah, the numbers were real good uh, as far as, um yeah, last week. I think the day we uh, did LeapFrog Live, we was at, like, 3,000 views just that night. There was a lot of comments, man. It, it, it did really well. Which is an interesting play. It just goes to show you that, I mean, social media just, it almost trumps regular TV now. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, dude, if it wasn't for sports, I wouldn't uh, have cable at all. I would stream everything. If it was, I need, but see, I need my Sunday ticket every year. I got to watch. I'm a huge Washington football team fan. And I'm from Philly. Ain't that sad? I know. I was just going to say, where, where do you reside? You're... I mean, it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse. You could be a Cowboy fan. So, Or you could be a Celtics fan. Well, that's not – we were talking about football. We didn't need to bring that up. I, see? That's me. Christ, dude. Yes, yes, Celtics fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm a Celtics fan, yes. Yeah. All right, listen, man. You can you can, you can joke on him all you want now. I'm not going to defend you. I'm a diehard Laker fan. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, yeah, man, God. We'll see you tomorrow when JoJo's playing. Uh, yeah. He's going to 
I'm uh, kind of rooting for the Lakers on that one because I need the Sixers to lose, so I'm going to be rooting for Braun on that one. Not with JoJo in the lineup at home. Oh, please, man. You talking about Joel Embiid? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Listen, man, I, I give him a couple more games where he go out hurt or they need to they give him a break. <laughs> he had a kid. He put life in the perspective. He got in the shape, and now he's playing out of his mind. He's unstoppable this year. Listen, man, we got LeBron on our team, man. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I know. Brooklyn it's, really got all you need to say. it's really all you need in basketball alone is just LeBron. And people will discredit him till the, what the sun comes up or cows come home. Yeah. Cows come home. <laughs> yeah. They're going to, I mean, yeah. he's for what, for how the sport has, has evolved. Like if you put him back in the nineties, he's demolishing everybody. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, he's, yeah, his, he's built like a tight end, man. I mean, yeah. he can't do about that at all. I, I think he's proud. Like, he elevated his game every year. I remember when he first came in the league, couldn't shoot. He worked on that, man. He just yeah, he I, had that. He had that killer instinct. He has that thing that Ben Simmons doesn't have. That yeah, will yeah. win. He won't well, shoot and the he, ball, and he takes a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> it's true it's true like it's that killer instinct it's like what it's a generational thing it's like you have to have that will and you gotta you, like you have to have that drive and that applies to anything that you do it's not just a sport I mean I know you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars but I mean to perfect your craft that's how you get ahead I mean mm-hmm. everybody I mean yep. Kobe had it I mean god bless I mean Co- Kobe yeah. Had that killer instinct. He was a killer on the court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking, he was one of the best. <laughs> yes, he was, man. I love Kobe. That it was today. Is is the one year anniversary, right? Yeah, yeah. it yes. was. It was like the kickoff to 2020 and how we should have. Uh, it was going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. That was, was a gut punch, wasn't it? Horrible. It was like it was almost. It was to the point of where I don't usually disbelieve something for so long, but it. Weeks went by and I'm like, I still don't believe it. Like, I still don't believe it. Yeah, but that was that was that was terrible, dude. That was, yeah, that that sparked off how terrible 2020 was. Yeah. You know, that COVID happened. You would yeah. think that starting something like that, like, because that is absolutely gut wrenchingly miserable, and you're like, there's no way it could get, and it got worse. Like, how? Yes, it did. How is that even, how is that even, like, how is that even possible? Like, 2020 was a year that. So hopefully they invent that men in black thing where you can do like the thing over your eyes. Let's just forget that. Let's forget that the year even happened. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was rough. That was a rough one. Okay, now Definitely. We're done depressing the live crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can we can go back to a little bit of wrestling talk. Or sure. Hope hopefully. Let, so, let me ask you one question. Up no, one sure. question before we do. Shoot. Who's going to be your quarterback for the Eagles next year? Oh, God. Come on, man. <laughs> it's going to be Carson Wentz. It's going to be Carson Wentz solely for the fact that he's owed a shit. He's owed like $34, $36 million. Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to take that cap hit. And I was listening to sports radio. Like, they're, why not trade for Deshaun Watson? Because now you're going to be stuck with $60 million just for one position. And you, it's like – you can't. So it's got to be Carson Wentz. 
he what he needs to do is stop being a baby and realize you got to have a backup and you got to have a good backup in case you get injured. So Jalen Hurts shouldn't yes. go anywhere. And if he's really bothering you that much, you need to toughen the hell up or sit down. Like, well, I'll tell it's, you this much. I, I, I appreciate what y'all did for us week 17 by laying down for us so we can go in the playoffs, man. You know, not, I appreciate not like that. It, it really mattered the next week. If I were to choose a team to screw over, I'd rather screw over the Giants over the, the Washington football team. Like, because it's the Giants. You can't, we can't get it. Yeah. Get the I understand it. So, I mean, I if I were to pick the lesser of two evils on that one, I'm glad you guys got in and not the Giants. And the Giants fans, yeah. Eli Manning coming out and saying, this is why we hate the Eagles. That's just, that, <laughs> that makes me feel good that if you were good enough, you shouldn't have to want someone else to lose for you to get in their playoffs. All you had to do is be good enough to get in on your own. You shouldn't be rooting That's for someone else to lose. Ain't no one should have won that freaking that division should have been counted out. They shouldn't have been allowed in the playoffs. They should take the home game away from the team that wins wins the division. Like you got to play away. If yeah, you if you if you go less than five hundred, you shouldn't have a home game. No, no that way. was the big thing with Carolina when they went seven and nine and they made the playoffs and they won their first playoff game or something. Yeah. Like they deserve, and, and you're just like, oh, come on, like these guys don't even deserve to be there because there was teams that were ten and six. Yeah. yeah. It is what it is, man. So, if it wasn't wrestling, would it have been football for you? Like, was uh, yeah, probably, probably would have been football. I love football, man. Um, yeah, I'm not too good at basketball. I suck at basketball. Black Sorry. dude that suck at basketball. You can laugh at that. I'm five eight. <laughs> I'm half to. I can't do nothing on the basketball court nowadays. I get oh, man, every let's... Time I go up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably would have probably been football. I love football, man. I mean, you can tell. I mean, you're built like a linebacker, so it would have probably been somewhere in that in that part of the field. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I look there. Yeah, defense, defense, the best side to be on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I played one year as an offensive lineman when I was in like middle school. I was like, this is the worst position. Like, why am I? Why am I getting run over every play just to protect a quarterback? Put me on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, uh, the offensive linemen, they get paid, man. There you go. <laughs> so, you guys from uh, Philly, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. You mind? Uh, what, what? Well, uh, we're what in the northeast, like uh, the suburbs of Philly. Oh, okay, cool. cool. From Mount Airy. Down the street from uh, Franklin Mills. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what's up, man. I know exactly where y'all at. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I think, the biggest uh, blow when Shakar went under was We're literally it, it was one of those away. places where we could go every single time there's a show. It's a 10-minute drive. We're not driving for an hour to go see a show. I mean, and it's legit quality pro wrestling. And mm-hmm. uh, so, like, and that's why we're so happy with Camp Leapfrog and seeing a lot of our favorites being able to be picked up and not only just can't leapfrog, but all over, whether it was beyond and all over the place is to see these wrestlers who we watched train and, and get better and now are able to go off and, and still be local too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It was like the, it was like a family atmosphere. 
I mean, like, mm-hmm. and when it went on there, it was like, it was a big blow because you felt like you, you lost, like, you guys lost something, but it felt like we lost something too. Like, it, this is, and now that you guys are wrestling again and you're, you're all, you're, most, for the most part, you're all together, it, it's nice to see. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm with you on that. When Chikara went down, yeah, that sucked, man. Because, you know, like I said earlier, with, with the wrestlers, with us being a family, we was a family with, with the crowd, with the uh, fans, man. Um, but yeah, Chris Levin, I mean, the idea he had with Camp Leapfrog, you know, bringing us all in, man, it was, it was special. It was something that was needed. You know, we all needed to be around each other. We spent years training week by week, week, you know, day in and day out with each other and then going this gap without seeing each other. Um, it sucked, but with Camp Leapfrog going on, man, you know, we get to see each other at least once a month. We talk to each other all the time, man. So it's a good thing. And are you training now at the do- at Cheeseburgers Dojo? I'm, I, I no, not not consistent, not consistently. I've been there a few times. Uh, I'm mainly just in the gym as much as I possibly can. But uh, I go to uh, camp. I go to Cheeseburgers whenever whenever I can make it. But I haven't been going consistently. All right. Uh, unless you have anything else, I was going to wrap it up. That's I didn't want to step on your toes or anything, but uh, Devon says, thank you so much for taking the time and, uh, and joining us. Really appreciate it. It was great talking to you. And um, we, we can't wait to see you on the, well, whenever we get to see you on Camp Lee Frog, first of all, and then, <laughs> and, uh, and then anywhere else that you're going to show up, uh, just to remind everybody, you want to give the, where we can see you uh, upcoming. Yeah. yeah you, um, this Thursday, you can see me at uh, the worldwide wrestling dojo at capture lightning uh cheeseburgers dojo uh and it's this saturday i'm at ohio wrestling alliance um that airs on iwtv on february february the 11th so that's where i'm at um next couple of shows i did i I do have one question because it it ties into wrestling everything like that now how has it been have you wrestled any non-fan shows like have you wrestled in an empty show yeah i did i did quite a few of them how has that been? It's different. It's different. Um, it's less pressure, uh, you know. But um, it, it's it, I, I feed off the crowd, man. I need I need somebody to talk shit to, man. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You get it. <laughs> I need somebody to talk trash to. It's kind of weird, you know, yelling and screaming and, and you know hearing your voice echo, but you get through it. But it's definitely different. You need those goosebumps from the fan reaction. Yeah, yeah, I feed off of them, man. I get my second win in the ring off of the off of the crowd. So yeah, it's different. That was my last question. Okay, feel free to wrap it up. <laughs> so, like I said, Devontae, thank you so much again. We appreciate it. Uh, we really like talking to you. Hopefully, we'll be talking to you soon. And um, I guess good luck in the future, and we hope to see you soon too. Hey, thank you, man. Good luck to you guys too, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Oh,